Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who that? This is the Chris Gordy Show. Number two, the Chris Gordy Show underway here on Sports 1280 New Orleans. Happy to have you guys with us. Got a lot of stuff we got to get to in hour number two. Bottom of the hour, we're going to talk some Pelicans with Ed Daniels. Speaking of this hour, we also have a pair of tickets to give away to the Pelicans Jazz. By the way, that's the hottest ticket in town right now. If you haven't heard, the Pels have won eight in a row. Looking to keep it going tomorrow night. So we'll give away a pair of Pelicans tickets for this Sunday against the Jazz. We also have some two-lane baseball tickets. Got a lot to give away this hour. But joining us right now, a pleasure to be joined by this guy. A great piece ran over the weekend in NOLA.com, if you missed it, by Ron Higgins. On, on a young guy by the name of Joseph Este from Kenner, played his high school ball at Bonneville, just wrapped up playing his college career over at UT Martin. Joe, welcome into the show, man. How's it going? It's doing, I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Good man, how's uh, how was the workout today? Man, it was great. You know, just getting ready for my pro day on March twelfth. You know, just touching up on some things and getting ready. So, so Joe, it, look, it's a tremendous story for those for those of uh, our listeners who who aren't familiar with the story. Take us briefly through your story. You played football at Bonneville, dealt with some injuries and then some academic issues. That ultimately made you ineligible to sign a scholarship at a four year school. You end up. First at, at Colin, a Mississippi JUCO school. Talk a little bit about that journey going going from high school to college initially. And the journey it was tough. You know, it's not something that every kid you know dreams about going. They think it's just a walk through Candyland. You know, thinking everything's going to be all right. But sometimes, you know, you got to reality check yourself and make sure you're doing the right things. And but my my walk from high school to college was you know it was tough for me all the disappoint disappointments and obstacles I had to overcome from my grades and you know not being eligible to accomplishing it man it's just a great feeling of what I had to overcome to be where I'm at today so so what you go from the colon the, the juco school up to Tennessee Martin uh you get a phone call when you're up at Tennessee Martin from your mom it's about your two nephews who who have no place to go. Talk about that moment and the decision you had to make right there. And I was like making a decision in a you know like a rock between a hard place. I was devastated when I got that first call, you know, from my mom telling me about my two little my young nephews that couldn't depend for themselves. So I mean, when I first got that call, I mean, I was devastated, heartbroken. You know, it, it took a lot of energy and strength out of me. But I knew I had to step up and take on a challenge that, you know, nobody else would be able to do or could do at the moment. And I feel like, you know, I just prayed and thanked God for everything. And, you know, he led me in the right direction to go ahead and step up and be the man that I am today to give these boys a life that they don't deserve at all. 
It's crazy because so many people, I mean, I was talking about it earlier. You think about your college years, and a lot of people think back to, you know, making dumb decisions and partying too much, drinking too much, and all this sort of thing. And you're right there having to, I mean, make make grown-up decisions and having to inherit the life of, of two young guys. How did you balance, I mean, everybody knows how crazy it is to play football and what the schedule is like. How did you balance that playing college football at a high level and being responsible for for the lives of two other young kids, and it was a, it was an obstacle at first. You know, I being a young age and wanting to be, you know, just enjoying my college life and just being thrown to the wolves in a blink of an eye. You know, it was like, man, I, I gotta grow up. You know, I had to grow up at a young age and make some grown decisions that you know most nineteen, twenty year old kids wouldn't make at that age. You know, being in college and. Knowing that I had two, you know, two miles to feed, four eyes watching me, man, it, I had to be on my P's and Q's and take care of my responsibilities so they know that, you know, I'm doing everything that I can to give them the best life that, you know, that they never have to want or need for anything. So, I mean, just growing up really was a big uh, obstacle in college for me to take on them two boys. So then, that's not where where it ends. I mean, hard times happen to everybody, and and for your mom, uh, she was struggling herself, and ends up making a phone call to you, where you know she's basically hanging by a thread, and then you have you end up taking taking her in as well. So not only do you bring in the two nephews, but you bring your mom up to Tennessee, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that. I mean, that that was a hard time too, because knowing where my mom came from, where I came from, and you know. The last time I seen her was my junior college graduation. And then to not see her for a year and a half and then to get a phone call from her saying that, you know, she was homeless and, you know, didn't have no food or nothing like that, man. That that was a, another devastating moment. And it felt like I hit rock bottom because the last thing a child wants to do should be want to see his mom in any type of predicament like that. You know, you never want to see your mom down or anything because she's always there to support you when you was down so when i seen that man it, it, it hurt my heart you know I, I i was devastated so you end up persevering though and that's what i think is is such a, a great story for for those of you you know for anybody out there struggling or going through hard times when you hear a story like this i mean it, it really is inspirational that you were able to to overcome all that and have a great season at Tennessee Martin and and still you know play football at a high level with all this going on off the field in your life, uh, I think you even said what you, you you'd bring the the nephews to around football practice right? Yeah, that I mean the football building was their second home. You know, I was <laughs> outside of our home that we had, it was there every day running around the locker room in the coach's office. You know, eating all the candy during team meetings. With us on the field for practice, they would stretch with us, you know, run routes and stuff. But I mean, that was their second home slash playground slash recess at school. <laughs> you know, it, it was great for them. It was, a, you know, it was a good experience for them. Most kids don't see things like that at their age. Talking with Joe Este, uh, you know, like I said, a fantastic piece by Ron Higgins, Nola dot com, uh, on Joe and and his life and what he's overcome. So, Joe, now here we are. You, you finished up your school, and you're back here in New Orleans uh, preparing for, for hopefully hopefully an NFL career. You're training with Gary Scheffler. Uh, how did you link up with Gary? Man, I, I linked up with Coach G uh, through my pop, Don Cox. Uh, he, 
that he's from down here. He moved to Washington about a year ago, two years ago. And, you know, I was talking to Don Cox about, you know, where I'm going to train at because I was supposed to go up there and train with him. So something happened with that where I wasn't able to make it up there due to, like, the weather and where he was, you know, he, his long days. So he called Coach G down here in New Orleans, and he called me back, and he was like, man, I got a coach, you know, that's going to get you right and do the things that, you know, you need to that needs to be done for you and your pro day to make me a better athlete in person. So I come down here, I walk, I found the facility that Coach G was at. I walked in, you know, not knowing Coach G because I never gave him a phone call or nothing. And when I walked in the building, man, I, I just felt the environment in there because they had a little workout session. And, and the environment was like, man, it's straight work, you know, and that's what I need. That's what I want to be around, like nothing, you know, no days off, straight grind mode. And then I, I got uh, – I talked to Coach G when I first went in there. You know, I told him what I wanted and what I needed done, and he told me, you know, what he was expecting in, in my uh, – what he was expected of me to come into and do. And, man, every day now it's just like working with the best guy down here and, you know, getting better every day, progressing every day. So so what are the daily workouts like? I mean, you're uh, I'd assume you're up early and, and getting getting the, getting the early workout in, right? Yeah, man. I, uh, I actually wake up before my workout time. I, I wake up about 5.30, 6 o'clock every morning. I do a little stretch. I have, you know, I send my morning prayers. And I go see Coach G from around either 8 o'clock or we have a 9 o'clock session. And I work out from about 8 to about, you know, about 10.30, 11 o'clock. And different days, you know, we do different uh, we do different workouts. So it's never really the same. And uh, I leave there about 11 o'clock, grab me something to eat. And I go back to about, the, I go back to the 6 o'clock session or the 7 o'clock session. And work out again. And then sometimes I hit the gym myself through, throughout the middle of them workouts or after my 7 o'clock workout. And, you know, another little grind session, just, you know, me getting my mind right. So uh, I know you're you're hopeful to – I know you're going to have, what, your pro day coming up on March 12th. Where do you see yourself uh, – is safety position, right? And that, that's what you played in college. Where do you see yourself playing if you did get an opportunity with an NFL team? Free safety, strong safety, what, what are your strengths? My strengths, uh, I mean, I have a lot of strengths. My, I'm versatile, for one. You know, I can play outside corner, inside corner. I can play the top safety, roam the field. But I feel like my biggest strength right now is covering off man in the slot, the little shifty receivers. So that's that's what I've been doing. You know, I'm, I'm the best. I was the best cover guy at the safety in our division in the Ohio Valley Conference. So I mean, I feel like that's my biggest strength right now, and. That's why I see myself playing in the lead as the nickel or the dime. Got that good lateral movement side to side? Yes, sir. <laughs> talking, <laughs> with, talking with Joe Este. So, uh, Joe, I know you. Uh, one of your good friends in high school is a guy we had on the show a couple weeks ago, Arthur Millette, who, of course, played with the Saints last season. How close uh, was that friendship with Arthur, and, and how much has he helped you along the way? And it was real close. You know, we, we was like brothers, you can say, just blood couldn't make us any closer. I mean, we stuck around since my junior year, well, his junior year high school, you know, my sophomore year. And we've been real close. You know, he helped me with anything I need. I helped him with anything he needed. And, you know, since since now he's playing in the league, you know, he's he been giving me some tips and, you know, advice to when I get my opportunity, you know, just, just don't take it for granted like a lot of guys in the league now. You know, do my work. 
and grind every day, you know, just work hard. So tell us a little bit about March 12th. What what do you have planned, and uh, and what what exactly are you going to do for your pro, pro day? Um, my pro day, I got we got uh, we're going up there. Me, me and Coach G, we're going up there uh, Sunday, Sunday evening. We're going to drive up there. We're going to uh, sleep in the hotel, and uh, Monday we're going to wake up. You know, I'm going to stretch and get ready for my pro day. I'm going to do all my drills. You know, whatever they, you know, whatever they out there, whatever they got me doing. And then after that, you know, I'm going to uh, take the boys out of school and, you know, eat lunch with them and my mom, you know, make sure everything's all right with them. And then we're going to head back down here to get back training. You know, it ain't it's, it's a business trip. It ain't nothing to play around with, you know, because I still got a lot of work to do. I still got what's, a lot of time to, you know, get myself better. What's the 40 time at right now? 437. What's the bench? I hit a 19 time. All right. All right. Hey, you're you're right there with some of the guys who were doing the the combine up in Indianapolis this past weekend. You're you're right there with all those guys. Uh, talking with Joe Este here. So if if you get an opportunity with an NFL team, and let's just say, you know, the, the, a lot of them do these the rookie mini camps and things like that. Let's just say it doesn't work out. Are you willing to go play elsewhere? I mean, they've got the Canadian League. I know they've they've talked about you know, the XFL coming back, or uh, I've heard you said you have plans for grad school and even med school, right? So is this kind of, is this going to be the one shot, or are you open to going elsewhere, or where where are you going to end up? No, sir. My, my doors are open for, you know, NFL, Canadian League, and I, I, I ain't haven't heard too much about the XFL League, so, I you know, I don't really know about that, but the Canadian League and NFL, you know, I'm giving them both a shot. But, in in order for that, you know, I just got to have a backup plan. So make sure I'm safe. You know, it, it, it's bigger than just football to me. You know, I'm doing it football because I love the game. But, you know, sometimes when your time is up, you know, you got to do other routes. And I don't believe my time is up. You know, I, I can make anything happen. All I need is the opportunity. But once, uh, you know, if it, if it don't work out, then I'm, a, I'm a, um, applying for grad school so I can go back and take some science classes to to apply for medical school and work on my doctorate degree in, as a pediatric. Well, that is that is very cool, Joe. Um, look, the the one thing you can't take away from somebody is determination and will, and uh, it sounds like you've got more than enough, my friend. So uh, we wish you the best of luck and, and make the most of your opportunity here. And look, man, even if it doesn't work out, I mean, the, the, what you've done, you you're more an adult than – a good portion of us out there and you've done you've done way more or accomplished way more than a lot of us have out there so uh we couldn't be more happy for you man we're rooting for you like heck and uh well i'm sure we'll be checking back in with you again real soon all right yes sir joe thanks so much for coming on man we appreciate it thank you all right bud we'll talk again soon joe Este there um just a tremendous story like we talked about ron higgins did the piece in nola.com and a great story uh, taken in the two two um, nephews where his sister wasn't able to, to, to take care of him. And, you know, he's in the middle of going to pursue a college football, you know, a career, Go, going to a JUCO school to get his grades up and then ended up going to Tennessee Martin and becoming a, a standout player for them, all the while bringing his two nephews, all the while bringing in his mom who was in tough times and helping – Helping get her back on her feet. I mean, just it couldn't imagine this. You know, think about you back in college. Is that something you could have endured? Unbelievable story. 
And so now here he is preparing on a daily basis, getting ready for, like he talked about, his, uh, his pro day, and then you know hopefully get an opportunity. That's all you need is an opportunity. An invite to a training camp is all he can ask for. Hopefully uh, Joe Este is one of those guys who, who gets the invite and then makes the most of his opportunity. Tremendous, tremendous story. Again, uh, NOLA.com, if you haven't read that that piece by Ron Higgins, really good story. And like I said, Joe, you talk with him. The minute you talk to him, you're like, this is a guy I want to root for. This is a guy who's doing it the right way, and you can't help but root for him. We'll grab a, a quick break here. We'll come back. Much more to come. Chris Gordy Show. Stay with us. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.